Hey, podcast listeners, I am Mark Steckman, host of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show, and I am super excited about this special on-demand episode brought to you by our friends at Italiano Insurance. Recently, I got to chat with Bobby Tinsley. Bobby is the co-founder and executive vice president of blockchain technology company SkewX. Bobby is also an author, advisor, entrepreneur, and a former recording artist, and he has a very unique and inspiring story that I know you're going to want to hear. Now, do me a favor. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do. Take a minute right now, hit that little subscribe button, then rate it and share it with your friends and colleagues. A new fresh episode comes out every single weekday, so make sure that you subscribe. And if you'd like to give me some feedback personally, feel free. You'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn under my name, Mark Steckman. Now, here's today's episode with Bobby Tinsley. Enjoy. In studio today, we have a very special guest. Bobby Tinsley started his career as a music recording artist, charting several singles internationally, one of which is playing right there, I hear. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. And in 2005, he became one of the few artists in U.S. history to have an R&B-themed single chart on the top 40 Christian music pop charts. He's an author, an advisor, an entrepreneur, and today, Bobby is the co-founder of a, a co-founder of and the executive vice president of SkewX, a Florida-based blockchain enterprise technology company. Those are a lot of big $10 words there, Pat. So grab a coffee, hang out with us for the next half hour, because I know you're going to enjoy hearing his story. Bobby Tinsley, welcome to Business Beyond the Boardroom, my friend. Thank you guys so much for having me. Great to be here. Is that is that single? Is that music that he was just playing? Is that yours? Yeah, I'm hearing a little bit of, of my music here. So this is turn always, it up a little bit, Pat. Yeah, go put the headphones day. on. Put those headphones on. You'll be able to hear all of it. So yeah, it's great to uh, great to be here. When guys. when did you when did you record that song? So missing you. Wow, this is. This is I'm putting you on the spot here. 2003, 2007. Yeah, yeah, 2007. Yeah. 2007. So that's 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's funny in the recording industry. You end up, you know, the time that you actually write a song and actually produce it to when it comes out. There's, you know, always that lag. So. So maybe it was even more than yeah, 12 it, years ago. Yeah. It's well, hey, listen, to... you've had an unusual career that led you to where you're at today. I mean, being here in the studio with us, we love to hear the music, but there's a lot more story. Um, there's a lot more story there. Tell us a little bit about your background. Start with your childhood, where you grew up, your family, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I was born in Hackensack, New Jersey, and uh, actually moved with my family to Florida, to Tampa, uh, when I was nine years old, and loved the Bay Area. Went to high school in Tampa, to Wharton High School, so go Wildcats. Yeah, shout out to the Wildcats. Shout out to the to Wharton High. And um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, was doing music my whole life. So, you know, my childhood, you know, ideal fantasy was I was going to grow up, I was going to be that recording artist, I was going to sing, you know, go through that, go through that process. And, um, you know, I ended up at the end of my high school career, I had the opportunity to either go to college and, you know, try to play sports and, you know, go to school and kind of do the safe route or, 
kind of go after the dream, right? And, um, you know, I was really blessed to have people support me. My parents were super supportive and said, take a year, go after it. You know, you'll have no regrets. So I did that. um, And I actually had a transformation. You know, talking about transformation this morning, I had a transformation myself in that process. I lost 100 pounds. Oh, my. I used to be a lineman. Uh, long story short, but you know, lost a hundred pounds, which changed my life in more ways than just losing the weight. Wow! And um, you know, the end of the story was I ended up getting a record deal with my with my then childhood idol, Mr. BB Winans. So if you follow gospel music, yeah, sure, moved yep, me to I'm- Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> no kidding. Well, you you mentioned your parents. I mean, so so that's a that's a big leap today. You know, to, for a parent to say, you know what, yeah, take a year off. I mean, they obviously had a lot of faith in what you were what your desires were. Did you, yeah. did you, did you, what was your music background up to that point? I mean, did you play in, play instruments? You sang in the choir? What were, what kinds of things, you know, musically were you Yeah, doing? I played instruments. I, I played guitar. I played keyboard. You know, I, I sang my whole life, wrote songs my whole life in church, you know, um, you know, always was around music. My mom actually taught me my first chords on the guitar. So oh, really? she just, she dabbled in it. But of course you only need like three or four chords to play, uh, most of the church songs out there. So, um, you know, it was just um, always music was always surrounding our family. And um, they just knew that that was what I was supposed to do. It was in my heart. You know, it wasn't like a, hey, go try to get famous thing. It was just like, you know, he needs to go pursue this. Let's see what happens. So, Well, well in my intro, I mentioned your, the success you had there in that, uh, you know, in that in that field with, in, with music. Obviously, you know, you, you pivoted at some point and uh, have moved on to becoming an entrepreneur. Although actually being a musician is kind of being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur oh, yeah. right? <laughs> were, were there any indicators when you were a kid growing up that you had that entrepreneurial, you know, thing? I mean, were you selling lemonade on a lemonade stand or were you selling, you know, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, my, my friends that. and I, we you used to knock door to door and sell everything you could imagine. I mean, oh, really? We were selling CDs door to door. We were doing crazy CDs. stuff. So. For those of you listening right now, under 25, a CD is yeah. a round thing. It's that a music- round thing that you put inside a player. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it was just, I think being an artist is, you know, being an entrepreneur because you have to, you know, you, you pivot constantly, you know, you're always chasing that next opportunity. And I, yeah. I think that was the best, you know, lesson in entrepreneurship for me, just coming up in the music industry. How, how were you as a student? You know, I was good in school. Mm-hmm. I never really had like that drive to like, you know, I remember, um, you know, hey, you can go in gifted classes. I just wanted to write songs and okay. kind of go that route. So, you know, I got great grades, but it was just one of those things that my focus kind of knew what I wanted to do. So what about what about teachers that you look back on now and you go that that person inspired me or pushed me out of my comfort zone or was a you know, I, I got look. You look back fondly yeah. at was there was there one that maybe jumps out? There were several, but one that jumps out, uh, Dan Watson. So mm-hmm. that was actually my my high school music teacher, oh. and he's actually here in the Bay Area. Him and his wife they run an amazing acting studio. They've mm-hmm. they've sewn into so many lives of kids in the area. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, you know, just you know, in the in the high school environment, you know how that can be trying to find yourself, you know. <laughs> learning all that time in your life, um, they used to open up the uh, the music room during lunch break. So, mm. you know, I started just going in there and writing music myself. And then by the end of the, you know, graduating high school, we had like 40, 50 kids in there that were actually like doing music, you know, through that time of lunch. So it was really oh, cool. That's awesome that they did that. And, yeah. And that you look back now as a grown adult and you think about that and you recognize that. Talk about the, the you know, your recording career. What is, what is it like, you know, kind of dealing with the massive ups and downs? Because, you know, you, you write something and you think it's gold. Like, I know this because I've talked to enough artists in the last decade, and you think that it's gold. You, maybe even your producer thinks that it's gold. 
And may and of course your your wife and your family all think oh, it's of gold. Course, of course. But you know, the the listening world thinks, mm, yeah, not so much. But then you write something and it does become gold. So what is it like going through that you know, that up and down the, the peaks and valleys of the music industry? You know, music is is interesting because so many artists are making music for that gold, like mm-hmm. you're talking about. And so, you know, it's really it's hard to find that authenticity in mm-hmm. music. And so for me, um, that was the challenge, you know, coming up in an industry where, you know, I had some success. Then you're always chasing that next success. And then the industry starts to try to pivot you and move you to their version of who you are. Mm. And so, you know, that's like anything else. I mean, it's not just music, but, you know, that's a challenge in that industry. And so I'm very, I'm excited when I see artists, you know, this whole thing with Kanye West right now. And, you know, he's coming out with this, you know, Jesus is King album. And, you know, love Kanye, hate Kanye, it doesn't matter. Like he's being authentic in what he believes right now. And I think if, you know, more artists would stand up and actually be authentic with their faith, with their their, with their voice, I think that's um, that's something that's needed. So for I was always trying to kind of fight that war yeah. during my heyday. Well, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because my son and I were talking about Kanye last night, and he's never heard any of Kanye's other music. Yeah, and he's telling me he'd like to he'd like to listen to this album, and and I want to hear it first, obviously, you know. But um, we talk about authenticity in this world, and yet our social experience up until this point, at least the first 10 years of social media, has been built around being inauthentic, mm-hmm. right? Creating a persona, creating a perception, Insta-perfect, you yeah. know, Instagram-perfect. And uh, it's, it is really neat, and especially in, you know, on-air experiences like we are right now where we're being authentic and we're talking about, you know, things that... Uh, oftentimes don't get talked about. Uh, I hope that's the place. I hope. I really hope that's where we're going. Don't you? Absolutely. You know, especially with a guy like Kanye, which you know, how many millions of people follow this guy? Yeah, he's got such a massive platform. He he has an opportunity, and we all do. Even with my tiny little platform, we all have an opportunity to make a difference yeah. in this world by being real. Yeah. You know, and uh, being authentic. So, um, so. Let's talk about that, you know, moving from the music industry to where you're at today. What what did that look like? You know, what did the last 10 years look like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, um, it really started just surrounding myself with a lot of great people in my mm-hmm. life that, you know, were business mentors and, you know, people that started to focus me on beyond the music, you know, so I was kind of doing my thing. We were, you know, making good money, then not making good money. It's just kind of doing that roller coaster up and down. I had a mentor of mine tell me, you know, Bobby, you know, you need to look for the future, right? Like, how long is this going to last? Start setting up other things. Start investing. Start, you know, focusing your your efforts to, you know, make money while you sleep, basically, in more ways than one. Yeah. So um, that really was the pivot for me. And, um, you know, I still do music. I still have a production company. We still play songs in TV and film. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm blessed to have that, but I'm blessed to have that because I love it. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, you know, the changing, the turning point for me to, you know, really start focusing, just being an entrepreneur and being an investor. So when you think as an investor, it kind of changes your mindset because you start to look at the world as, you know, hey, if I put my resources, if I put my time in this thing, what is it really going to end up being? Right. And so, you know, sometimes it's not worth the effort. Sometimes certain projects are. So it's, you know. So speaking of certain projects right now, you are the co-founder of SkewX and also executive vice president. Two titles, two hats you wear uh, in this company. Biggest cheerleader. You're that's, the biggest that, cheerleader. That, that's my title. You're the biggest <laughs> cheerleader. Talk to us about, you know, we don't want to get off too far in the weeds as we met, as we talked about before the show on blockchain, because I know that's going to make some people's eyes gloss over because they just don't uh, understand absolutely. it. And I don't either. I sat through that that meeting at, at your office, what, was maybe two years ago, year and a half ago? Yeah, talking and, blockchain. Talking blockchain. And I 
barely understood it until I went back home and, and restarted reading it. But SkewX is a new company that you guys have formed. And talk to us about it. You've got some big players involved in the company, obviously yourself and, and others. But talk to us about what the company does and how it's using technology to reshape an industry that probably is ready for reshaping. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, technology today, you're seeing across all these different industries, it's mm-hmm. very, you know, basically new technology coming in and disrupting industries as we know. And we mm-hmm. saw it with Uber, we see it, yep. you know, Airbnb, so forth, so on. So, you know, the promotional offer of the coupon industry, you know, it's mm-hmm. a trillion dollar industry worldwide. And it's really, it's littered with fraud. And mm-hmm. brands are the ones that are funding all of the offers to begin with. So, you know, when you think of blockchain, right, blockchain is a distributed ledger, but it, you can get so technical, but the end of the day, we're using blockchain just for what it was in, intended for, which is just to provide security and trust to promotional offers. So mm-hmm. if you think of a coupon, right, as right. something, it's currency, right? So the ability to kind of change a coupon into something that's like a payment method that a brand who's funding it can track it from the moment they issue it to the moment that it's redeemed. Mm. That's really what SKUX does. And we're leveraging blockchain, we're leveraging AI. So, you know, our mentality is we're always going to leverage emerging technologies through transparency and trust. And blockchain is, you know, one of the best examples of that. So So blockchain, just for those of you who are scoring at home, is a technology that can be used for a lot of different purposes. Many things. Now, we think of it. I think most people think of it when they hear the word Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Blockchain <laughs> is you know, automatically tied to that. But I think that's starting to go away as companies like yours are redefining how it's being used. So um, SkewX is how old and where is the company going? Like, so SkewX, we, we, actually, we actually founded the company just about a year ago mm-hmm. to this day, me and my three partners, uh, all here from the Bay Area, Sarasota, Tampa Bay, St. Pete. Um, and just looked at the industry and said, "Hey, this is a this is a major a major opportunity." Um, you know, right now it's been a crazy year. So we've got you know an amazing team. Um, you know, guys from Walmart, P and G, J P Morgan, um, Skew Local. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you know, we signed some big partnerships, which we're really excited about. Some that we haven't even announced yet. But you know, for us, really, it's. Um, just trying to build a company to, you know, solve a problem, obviously, mm-hmm. and just build a company of great people, great culture, you know. And that's one of the blessings that I have, you know, with this project is really being able to define that culture and just try to, you know, work on that every day. I mean, like I said, I'm not kidding. Like, my job is biggest cheerleader. Like, right. I've, just, I've got so many people so much smarter than me surrounding me. And, you know, we just want to, you know, help this thing uh, go to where it can go. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't realize, they, they don't recognize that uh, there's a lot of this kind of incubation type growth going on in and around the Tampa Bay area. A lot of very smart people with deep pockets investing in great ideas. And that's pretty exciting to me. I know when I met you and your team uh, a year and a half ago on another project you guys were working on, I was kind of, I was, I was actually, as we were sitting there in your office, by the way, it was a beautiful view. I remember looking out over the water and what a gorgeous place to do business here. St. Pete is a beautiful place. Oh, it's just amazing. But I remember sitting there in awe, Jen, and we've talked about this on the air, just about how much excitement the Tampa Bay area has with bright, smart people with, you know, big visions for what they can accomplish. And uh, a lot of people don't think of that in our, in our area. And I know you said you were down in the innovation, um, uh, the part yeah, of the Tampa, in, Tampa Innovation it, Center. Yeah, yeah. it's part of the Tampa Innovation Center, and uh, that's that's super exciting. And I know you travel a lot, right? So you you get to compare markets, right? You go. I know you're in New York. Oh, and yeah. You go all around the country and the world. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things about this play about Tampa Bay. I mean, would you would you say how how does it rank in terms of the a tech company like SkewX being in Tampa versus 
San Francisco, you know, the yeah. Bay Area or Silicon Valley. You know, I think, um, you know, Tampa and St. Petersburg, um, and it's starting to come on the radar now. People obviously know what we have here is special, but um, it is such a great place to live. It's such a great place to work. I mean, um, you know, I love New York. I love the West Coast. Spent a lot of time there, but we have something special here. Mm. And to your point, like this is a community of collaboration. You know, people are willing to help. Mm. You know, when we were looking for an office, you know, uh, my friend Tanya Elmore, she's the CEO of the, you know, Tampa Innovation Center and, you know, Joe that works there with her with the Catalyst. I mean, just such great people. They're like, hey, you know, come over here. You know, you're up, up and coming company, blockchain and just connecting the dots, helping us get situated. Um, it's just that type of environment that we have here. And um, I think that's something that um, this region should be proud of. And we, we've got to continue to, you know, foster the next up and coming entrepreneurs and companies. Do you think that's because we're more of a laid back kind of a community? Oh, it's here. that Florida thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is a Florida thing. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like you got you the know? beach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot easier you're here to chill and, and to feel like you really can have that. Obviously, you know, New York's great. You can't beat it, you know, the yeah, restaurants, true. all of that, but it is very, very hustle bustle. And, yeah. you know, I, I love my Florida. Me too. And I, I mean, you, you say that and I'm looking out the window here and it's sunny, blue skies, going to be about 85, 88 today. And there are a lot of great restaurants downtown St. Pete, right? I oh, mean, yeah. Within walking distance of your office, I'm sure. And uh, it's growing even more and more every day. So t- talk about travel. Like, what does work-life balance look like for you? I mean, I know you're married. You just celebrated your anniversary, Tenth. right? Tenth. Tenth anniversary. Absolutely. So shout out to your bride. Shout out, Jessica. I love you, baby. Yep. So talk talk to us about that. I mean, a, a tech company, you're doing business, obviously, all over the world. And the globe is your yeah. is your oyster. What does that look like? What does the balance look like for you? You know, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I've, I've kind of uh, boiled my life down to these, like, these seasons, right? So we go through these periods of like intense focus, right? And then you kind of retreat, at least I have, right? So this is definitely a season for us, you know, skew X. And um, we've got a, a bunch of different technologies and companies that, you know, we're either investors in or partners in. And, mm-hmm. and skew X obviously is our, you know, our number one focus from a, from an operational leadership perspective. But, um, you know, this is a busy season. And so it can be challenging. I mean, it's not, you know, the, the rosy, like, oh, yeah, you know, you're just totally always feeling good. And, you you don't go through downtimes or feel sick because you're overworking or those types of things because it happens and that's reality. But at the same time, um, my family, my wife, I mean, that's everything to me, my faith, mm. you know, that's what I'm building this for. That's what we're building this for. You know, it, it's not to be the richest guy in the cemetery. And I've seen other entrepreneurs have that mindset and get blown up. So it's, it's really about standing for something. And mm. that's what we're trying to do. Speaking of standing for something, and I'm glad you brought that up, uh, that richest guy in the cemetery is a great quote. We'll use that for social (laughs) meme, I'm sure. But the reviews of your uh, 2012 book, The Difference, it gives readers a snapshot of your relationship with Christ and your desire to change the world. You mentioned faith, so I'm going to ask you, how does your faith impact your business on a, on a day-to-day basis as a, as a businessman? I know how it affects your life with your wife and your family, but talk to us about how you incorporate it in your, in your day-to-day at uh, work. I mean, for me, my faith is is everything, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the business realm or if I'm at home, there shouldn't be a difference. And I think there's too many, too many of us have been taught that we have to kind of compartmentalize our faith. So yeah. I kind of stick it over in this box, and then when I go to the boardroom, you know, I can scream at people and you know act like a businessman, and then and then I leave the boardroom, and then I go to church, right? And that's just 
that's not the way that it was intended to be. That's not how God designed it. And so, you know, my personal belief is that, you know, my faith is um, the leading factor in my life. It's the leading force in everything that I do. So, um, you know, I try to just be authentic. You know, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect, you know, definitely fall all the time. But I, I just... I know who covers me and I know where my help comes from. And so I just rely on that. And, and you know, that I couldn't do what I'm doing without my faith. Mm. You know, it's just impossible. There's yeah. too many things. There's too many, you know, stuff that goes on in our personal lives that impact business. Right. But when you have that that center and that peace, um, you know, that peace that passes all understanding is, yes. you know, the good book says, yep. you know, that's something that you can just be sure of. And, and for me, that's everything. Makes it easy to get up in the morning, right? Absolutely. Oh, man. I wake up excited. I mean, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, man, I guess Monday morning. I'm like, I'm up at 430 because I want to be yeah, because sure. I'm excited to, you know, get into the day and, you know, open up my Bible. And, you know, that's just me. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know what? I feel that same way and I feel that joy. And that's why I wanted you to share that. Uh, coming from you, I know you know writing that book seven years ago uh, speaks volumes about your intentions and, and what you want to do. And you know we do have multiple compartments in our lives, but the fact is they all bleed over into one another. Yeah. You know, and um, that having that moral foundation, uh, I think Robert mentioned. You know, in in a post when your your partner Robert mentioned that uh, you know you just have a, a wonderful moral compass or some something to that effect and. Uh, that guides you, and that's it's a compass that guides us in everything that we do, and I love to hear mm. that kind of stuff, especially in the business community. Uh, tell me, what lights you up? I know I know your bride lights you my, up. My wife, I was going to say that. You know that. Um, I love working out, you know, obviously. I love spending time with family. I've got some family coming in this weekend, so, you know, really just spending time with family and, sure. and enjoying, as we talk about Florida, like this Florida lifestyle, you know, getting out on the water, just that's really, uh, you know, simple. Yeah, the good stuff. And it, living good here stuff. in the, the Bay Area, Jen, we all know that we have family coming in from every part of the country, <laughs> it feels like, at all times. And they start so. showing up around this time of year yeah, as it gets colder. Exactly, more, so. yeah. Well, talk to me about your philosophy on leadership. I mean, you're leading a company that's an emerging company, so you're growing. You started with it just a couple of people, and yeah. as you grow, uh, talk about your philosophy, of, you know, sm- small startup, from there, I mean, yeah. just just talk to me about that. I, I wrote an article on LinkedIn um, a little while back, said why culture matters more than tech, mm-hmm. and so I think you know leadership is all about establishing culture, right? You can say your company stands for X Y Z or is going to be you know the next big thing, right? But we know as entrepreneurs, we're all rolling the dice, right? We all live this life. Um, what really defines your company being successful, and what I've seen, um, you know, in my in my past, and even from the investment side of things, is really the 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 companies that win are companies that have the right culture. Mm. And so, um, you know, I I'm really blessed to have people like my partner Jim Sampy, is former president of Alpac, right? Um, you know, led a you know nearly billion dollar company and establish that right type of culture. And so I think it's about putting people around you. Mm. It's not about being in isolation. You know, the last thing I want to do is, you know, be the yes man to myself. It's yeah. just it's just ridiculous. Like put people around you that can speak into your life and uh, challenge you, all right? That's a great faith principle, by the way, as well. Exactly. I mean, God designed us to be, you know, as human beings, he designed us to be in in, in, in concert with other people. Yep. And uh, not just building networks for the sake of building a business, <laughs> but building networks, because that's how we were, you know, we're wired to be that way. So what's next for you? Obviously, you're growing SKUX. Anything on the horizon you can talk about outside of that? Any any other music, other books, any babies, any of that kind of uh, stuff we should know about? N- no. Um, you know, there is some, there's always music, so uh, more to come on that in a, in a 
another time. Um, we've got some great projects. Obviously, SKUX has is, is got a lot going on right now. Some some big partnerships we'll be announcing. Um, we have another project that we're heavily involved in. I'm actually on the board with a, a company called OnMed, oh, yeah. which you've probably seen, seen them that, floating yeah. all around the Tampa Bay area. Amazing company, amazing founder and team. Um, so we're really blessed to be a part of that. Um, there's a company called Prime Medical that's Jim, one of Jim's companies and uh, amazing technology. Um, just I, so many different things that we've got going on right now. So we're really focused on uh, helping some of these new companies really uh, be all that can be. And that's those are all based here in the Tampa Bay area? They're all Tampa Bay-based companies. Yeah, so I'm, that's what's fun about it, you know, is that there's so much innovation going on here in, in the area. And, you know, a lot of people, like we said, just willing to help. So In, in a minute or less, I know on med is a is a interesting one because i've seen a lot of that that's the walk-in uh it described that so i, I you do better job yeah no one. it's a walk-in telehealth kiosk i mean first of its kind they've got like 44 patents and 44 countries or something it's crazy but you walk in and you can see a doctor and you can get diagnosed and it actually dispenses medication uh like right there at the end of that visit so it's amazing and it's changing the game and and medicine Hey, thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to marksteckman.com for more information, or you could follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram for more great business and marketing content. Make it a great day.